You are listening to The Beckett Cook Show with your host, Beckett Cook. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. To help support the podcast, visit patreon.com slash the Beckett Cook Show. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a five-star rating. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Today I want to talk about the movie on Netflix called Pray Away, the documentary. I did, I wrote an article about this for the Gospel Coalition that uh, came out last, I think on last week. Uh, but, and the movie came out like a week ago or a week and a half ago. And I don't know if you, you've seen the article I wrote or if you've seen the documentary, but um, the title of the article is that I wrote is Netflix Pray Away Seethes with Contempt for Christianity. And of course, you know, Netflix is going to grab onto anything that is discredits Christianity in any way. So this, this movie, of course, does that. And one of the executive producers of the movie is Ryan Murphy. Some of you may know him. He's an old friend of mine. And he, he has, he created shows like Nip Tuck, Glee, American Horror Story, which is like a totally demonic, satanic show. I've never seen it, but I've, the billboards are insane. Uh, in fact, I'll just put up a billboard right now that, yeah, that it's crazy. And he created the show Pose, which is a, a show about the drag scene in New York, the drag queen scene in New York in the 1980s. And he created that show, The Prom, which was, I think it was on Netflix. Um, yeah, it was. And it was about basically a gay prom or a lesbian going to prom. And, and, uh, I didn't really watch the movie, but, um, but yeah, it's it's a LGBTQ story. And I've talked about this before, but Ryan Murphy got a $300 million deal with Netflix. Probably, I think, I don't know when this was, a couple of years ago. And when the New York Times interviewed him and asked him what he was going to do with all of the money, he said he was going to use the money to champion LGBTQ heroes and heroines. And He's doing that with gusto. I mean, <laughs> he's, it's just crazy. I mean, I think of Ryan and just think of how, how he is doing so much to shape the culture right now. And he has so much money behind him to do that. And he's doing so much damage to the culture. And so many lies are being believed by the culture because of his content, because of what he is doing. And, um, I'm tempted to text him and just say, Ryan, stop what you're doing and come to church with me. Uh, but I don't know if that's even, uh, you know, he's married now to a man and has children. And so I don't think that's going to happen soon. Although we should pray for Ryan. It would be amazing if he got saved. I mean, that would be a, an amazing miracle and a great thing for the culture. But anyway, in this in this documentary called Pray Away, 
it's all about praying the gay away. It's, it's, a, it's about the organization Exodus International, who, which started in, I think, 1976, uh, at a conference in Anaheim, California. And the goal of Exodus was to help homosexuals who wanted to follow Christ to be Christians to rid themselves of unwanted same sex attractions through a series of, and I write this in the article, through a series of ad hoc and unscientific therapeutic methods. So they basically, they, it's called reparative therapy or conversion therapy. And so that's what Exodus International was all about for decades. And uh, in the article, I talk about how their whole premise was, is based on faulty theology. Because when we are redeemed by God, when we're saved and given the Holy Spirit, we're not promised that we're going to be completely rid of all of our tem- all of our temptations. Um, like if you're a heterosexual man and you get saved by God, it doesn't mean there's not going to be temptations for the rest of your life to to you know be attracted to another woman or to be attracted to multiple women but as i say in the article we have the holy spirit that gives that empowers us to deny our desires to deny ourselves take up our cross and follow jesus and so that's why i mean i think exodus i don't the thing is I got saved 12 years ago, so I Exodus International was never even in my purview or in my, what's the word, in my consciousness because I didn't really know of them. And when I got saved at my church, I mean, I had a, a fortunate experience of, you know, that was never an expectation in my church for me because that's what Exodus, the expectation is when you get saved if you come out of a homosexual life when you get saved the the point is to become basically heterosexual and i never had that pressure at my church not once no one ever mentioned that once and i never had the pressure of becoming quote unquote heterosexual it was as christopher yuan talks about the the point is not heterosexuality, but holy sexuality. We, I had him on the show and we talked about that. By the way, I want to talk about Jackie Hill Perry's response to the movie as well. She wrote um, this Instagram response to the movie. Jackie Hill Perry, uh, some of you may know her. She wrote Gay Girl, Good God. She's an amazing uh, person and I highly recommend that book. She was a, she's a former lesbian and she's married to a man now, has a family. And she, um, she writes about this as well, about the documentary Pray Away. And I'm going to talk about that later. But the idea of having to become heterosexual, it's like Paul, like Paul, and I talk about this in the article, Paul's prayed that the thorn in his flesh would be removed three times. And God said, no, basically God said, my grace is sufficient and my power is made perfect in weakness. So God's grace is sufficient. It's sufficient for me. I mean, I still struggle with same sex attraction, but by the grace of God, I'm, I'm 
um, not only willing, but I'm empowered by the spirit to, to deny that, to deny those desires and to, to follow Christ. Cause he's, as you know, he's <laughs> infinitely worth it. So in the movie, the movie opens with Jeffrey McCall. I don't, if, some of you may know him, but Jeffrey McCall is a former transsexual and he had an, a, a really powerful encounter with God and it was completely transformed by the gospel. And they show him on the streets of Georgia, um, kind of just r- walking up to random strangers and praying and asking if they need prayer for anything. And it's, you know, it's pretty cool, like just to, to ask people for prayer, strangers. And, and so, but it's weird because they focus on him in the beginning of the movie. And it's not clear why they use him in this movie, because as far as I know, he's not he's not advocating for reparative therapy or conversion therapy. He's just he's just advocating for leaving the LG homosexual life life and following Christ, uh, and which is, you know, which is totally biblical and. So I'm not sure why, I think one of the reasons they may have used him, and I put this in the article, they they have used him in this documentary, is he happens to be a very effeminate man and uh, kind of with us, you know, he's from Tennessee, he has a Southern accent, and he's he kind of speaks, you know, very... Anyway, I think they just use him to... Almost, they're almost in a mocking way. They're like trying to kind of convey to the Netflix audience that, oh, this guy is ex-gay. Like there, there's no way this guy is not gay anymore or doesn't live that life anymore. That's the kind of messaging it's giving. It's weird that they use him as the opening kind of sequence in the movie because he was never part of Exodus International. And then the movie just completely shifts to to uh, these, this group of people who they interview who used to be really a, a big part of Exodus International. They interview people like Michael Busey, who uh, was, I think he was the co-founder of Exodus International. He left the organization in 1979 after admitting to himself that his attractions were not changing. And then they interview John Polk, who is the former board president and figurehead of the movement. And John Polk, for years and years, claimed that he was completely free of same-sex attraction. Like he was, com- And he got married to a woman, Anne Polk, and he claimed uh, for years that he was, there was no, he had no sexual attraction to men anymore. But he was lying. He was living a lie because he did actually still struggle with same sex attraction. Even though he went on many talk shows, he went on like Jerry Springer (laughs) and like a bunch of shows uh, and talked about, he went on with his wife Anne at the time and talked about how he was free from homosexuality uh, or free from that attraction. And, uh, and again, he was living a lie because he at the same time he was sneaking off to gay bars he got caught in a gay bar someone photographed him in a gay bar and 
it like blew up and and he got caught his wife caught him i think looking at porn or gay porn or something his wife caught him in several things and she ended up divorcing him and so they and they interviewed a former they interviewed a lesbian who's who's now an open lesbian who used to be part of exodus and she uh her name is julie rogers and she uh, was very much, you know, all about this ex-gay movement and all about reparative therapy. But once again, her attractions never changed. So what ended up happening with her and tragically and with th- these other guys is they gave up on God altogether. Uh, and, and now live all of these, these, these three people I just mentioned all now live homosexual lives fully embracing it they all uh john Polk has a boyfriend julie rogers just got married to a woman um and i mean julie rogers would probably claim that she still is a christian because i think she she goes to she goes to a gay affirming church but as i've talked about this many many times there you can't be a follower of christ and live in unrepentant sin so it doesn't work. That doesn't work. And of course, as as Christians, we all still sin. But the difference is, if you believe that homosexual sin is good and righteous and holy and a sacrament, then you will never have a chance to repent of it. And if you don't repent of it, there's no salvation. So, so pray for Julie Rogers because she's deluding herself, thinking she is a Christian. Uh, and, and she is clearly not so, um, or she's in a backslidden state, but I, it just seemed, and, and she's, and all of these people who they highlight in the documentary are extremely bitter towards the church, towards Christianity, towards God. It's like, there's, there's such a bitter and bitterness and, that's the thing. It's I keep saying this. It's just like setting up this expectation. It's a false gospel. It's a false gospel to say that once you're saved and born again, that you'll never struggle with any sin again. And so that's the false gospel. And that's what these people were buying into. And when it didn't come to fruition, whatever they wanted, then they just abandoned the faith and are now apostate. So that it's just a tragic, tragic, tragic story. And again, Netflix, you know, Ryan Murphy and, and the producers, all the producers and the director, the directors, Christine Stolakis, Stolakis, of course they seize on this opportunity to show the most kind of extreme example of bad Christianity of like, just false Christianity. And they use that to kind of highlight uh, just how it's, it's so important to be who you really are. And I talk about this in the article. What's funny is in the LGBTQ movement or community, gay identity, if you're gay, it's considered completely unchangeable. Like that's who you are. That's your identity. You, you can't change it. There's no way to change it. 
but at the same time, they say that gender is fluid and that uh, you can change your identity on any given Tuesday. So it doesn't make sense. They, they want it both ways. And they're into this idea of, you know, of course, radical self-expression and that self-expression can change at any time. And the L, I say this in the article, the LGBTQ movement actually is in favor of reparative therapy. They're in favor of conversion therapy. It's just that the only trustworthy worthy therapist is you. And you can, if you want to transition from male to female, re- reparative therapy in the form of hormones and surgery is not only recommended, but practically mandatory. So it's just this bizarre, all these mixed signals and, 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 uh, mixed messages from the gay community. It's like, if you're gay, you're always gay, but then, no, actually, you're not. You can be non-binary and your gender's fluid and you can be gay, but then you can also be pansexual or bisexual or asexual, which is a weird, a new uh, term. We, <laughs> I don't even know what it really means. I think it means it's not asexual, it's asexual. And it means that you are attracted to, I don't know what asexual means. Anyway, look it up. Um, it's, it's too confusing. That's the thing. So that's the hypocrisy of this whole thing. It's just, it's just so hypocritical and so bizarre. It's like, be who you are, but who you are can change any given day. So like, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And so it's like these people, For example, me, I mean, I'm, as I talked about earlier in an episode, I'm actually my true authentic self now more than I have ever been in my life because I'm united to Christ. I'm born again. I I have the Holy Spirit in me and I know the truth. The, I know the only objective truth in the universe and, and I am genuinely my authentic self, but Hollywood doesn't like that about me. <laughs> I got canceled in Hollywood. I lost my career, as you guys know, in Hollywood because of being my true self, of 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 my you know true self expression, of being a Christian, of being a follower of Christ, and denying my same sex attraction, denying that aspect of myself, and following Christ, and so. It's just like you're, as I said, with the um, Elliot Page story, it's like it's fine to be to express yourself if if it's on the right side of Hollywood's idea of expressing yourself. But if you're a Christian expressing yourself and you leave the LGBTQ community, I don't even like using that term, the gay community, if you leave the gay community, then there's something violently wrong with you and that, and you must be reprimanded and canceled and lose your job and career and life. So that's just the hypocrisy of it all. Oh, and I also talk about on this side of glory, we all struggle as Christians. We all struggle with, as I said, a a myriad of sins, 
but we are no longer slaves to those sins. We're slaves to righteousness, and we have a righteous master in Jesus. So, uh, yeah, we're no longer, I'm no longer a slave to that. It's not, it doesn't, I'm not in bondage to that sin. Um, I'm free from that, that bondage, praise God. And that's the thing is, uh, this, this movie or the Exodus, Exodus International was missing the forest for the trees. So they're missing the forest, the beauty of the gospel, the beauty of having a relationship with Christ, being reconciled to God through Christ over this specific thing that they're trying to rid themselves of this tree, this, this tree of same-sex attraction, they're missing the forest, the beauty of God's salvation, of the epic story of God's redemption in the Bible that we get to be a part of. We get to be a part of the kingdom of God. And that's what I think Exodus was, that was the fatal flaw of Exodus International. They missed that. Um, and... Of course, the movie ends with a gay wedding. Julie Rogers marries her lesbian partner. And, you know, of, uh, of course, Netflix is going to, the producer and the director are going to choose this gay wedding as the kind of culmination of this documentary and, and kind of celebrate homosexuality. And the message is clear, I say in the article in this documentary, that if you're denying your sexual desires in order to follow Christ, you're just fooling yourself. Those desires are what define your identity, and to tamper with who you really are is dangerous and delusional. And I get that from people. I get comments from people or just even from old friends or people I meet. They're just like, what, Becca, you're still gay. What are you talking about? And it's like... You, it's just impossible to explain, <laughs> to explain to people the, the nuance of, yes, I still have same sex attraction, but I have this relationship with the king of the universe. And I count, as Paul says, the apostle, I count everything as rubbish because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. So that, that old life I lived, that is just trash compared to knowing Jesus. Like there, there's, there's no comparison. Um, I'm getting riled up about this now because I'm passionate about this. Uh, it just, yeah, I just, I just want people to know the truth. I want people, the world is being blinded so much by people like Ryan Murphy, by, by TV shows, by movies, by, um, all kinds of things, media, the world is being blinded on this issue of homosexual behavior. And it's an eternal, it's an eternal, it's an eternal issue. It, it has eternal consequences that are very dire. So it's so important to, to get this clear and to get it right. Um, I've done episodes and on, um, homosexual behavior and the Bible. And, and I did a couple episodes on that. So you can check those out, but the Bible is God's word is so clear on this issue. Like there's no, and people revisionists try to, to 
jump through hoops and do all these gymnastics, hermeneutical gymnastics to try to make the Bible say what it doesn't say or make it say what they want it to say. And, uh, it's just like, it's just so clear. It, it couldn't be clearer. And I, I, and again, just go watch those episodes. Um, and, uh, you'll see how clear it is. I talk about how the secular world uh, will eagerly will lap up this one dimensional film because misunderstanding and mischaracterizing the Christian life is a favorite pastime of Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood loves to, they never just do a story on a simple, on someone just on a Christian or a pastor leading a, just a humble, faithful life to Jesus. There's never that story. It's always some, you know, salacious story about Jim, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker or, <laughs> or this or something else. There's always, they always fight or, or a priest, a Catholic priest, you know, molesting boys. Like there's always these salacious stories in the news, but there's never any, there's never a story about just someone faithfully following Christ and, and, you know, that, that just doesn't exist in the media. So faithful Christians are consistently portrayed as buffoons in Hollywood. While in this particular documentary, the ex-ex gays like Julie Rogers and, uh, Michael Boosie and John Polk are, are considered beacons of enlightenment. Like they have this, you know, special knowledge. Um, and so, once again, Hollywood loves to trash Christianity. Uh, the New York Times loves to trash Christianity as much as possible. There's, uh, there was an, a couple articles this past week just I, 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 trashing Christianity. And <laughs> it's just unending. But we, as, as I always say, Jesus said they're going to hate you because they hated me first. So we know that as Christians, we know that the world is going to hate us. Um, even when, you know, when I lived in the world and when I was living as a gay man, I hated Christians. I didn't really hate them, but I didn't like them. Um, especially evangelical Christians. And so I get it. And, but the world is going to hate us. And, uh, that's just part of, that's part of the deal of following Christ and being faithful. So I want to turn to Jackie Hill Perry and what her response was. She wrote a response on her Instagram and I just want to read this. And so she, the, the subject is on her Instagram on pray away. I begin one chapter in my book by saying God isn't calling gay people to be straight, quote unquote. God is calling all people to be reconciled to him. The fruit of this reconciliation is that we are cleansed from the guilt of our sin, set apart to God for good works, and made right with God through the mercy of justification. The problem with conversion therapy, especially the Christian expressions of it, is that it promises that faith in Jesus and or psychotherapy will be sufficient in making a gay person straight. However, if the same-sex desires are in fact a temptation, then what's being presented is a temptation-less faith, a temptation-less faith, instead of one that communicates obedience in spite of temptation. 
This is a costly Christianity, but also a realistic one. I must add that for conversion therapists to make, quote, gayness a consequence of trauma, which is Freudian in nature, it removes it out of the realm of the sinful nature. If that is the case, then all one has to do to be straight is to be healed from their wounds and counseled into straightness, as Pray Away does a good job in highlighting, which is to use natural means to fix a spiritual issue. No amount of counseling will remove our heart of stone. No amount of therapy will give us a heart of flesh. Biblical conversion is the work of the Spirit. And in this conversion, we may receive a new nature, but the same body with all of its affections remains. This is why we are called to surrender it, making it a living sacrifice that is holy and acceptable. And let's be clear, being transformed into a heterosexual isn't the same thing as being becoming holy. No matter who we are attracted to, our affections are affected by the fall And only the living God can reorient us. And then she goes on. This is the final part of this. She's just right on the money with this. She says, I say all of this to say what Pray Away shows us is how misguided the likes of Exodus International was. At no point did I hear anything that came close to the real gospel that acknowledges our anthropology, our humanity, our fall, sinful nature, our redemption, Christ, and conversion as presented in the scriptures, regeneration. As I've addressed before, I'm consistently lumped into this kind of teaching. But as I've said again and again, God didn't miraculously make me straight. He made me his, even with a whole husband. Because again, remember Jackie Hill Perry's married to a man now. Even with a whole husband, I still have desires, but they don't define who and how I love. And I believe that is the gospel's goal at the end of the day, to restore us to our original design as people that love God no matter how much it costs. So I love that. I love that that response by Jackie Hill Perry. It's just so solid. It's so biblical. She knows her stuff. Again, she's the author of Gay Girl, Good God, and so I, I recommend that. But if you have Netflix, please don't watch this movie because, first of all, it's a terrible movie. It's just poorly made. It's not, it's not, it's not even an, a well-done documentary, just technically. And the stories aren't even compelling in the movie, in the documentary. They're not compelling and they're, they're just, they're just sad and misguided, the stories. And so I I don't recommend seeing this movie. So I uh, I will put a link below to the article I wrote for the Gospel Coalition. And I'm going to have Michael Heiser on the show in the, I, the first week of September. He's the guy who, Dr. Michael Heiser, he wrote The Unseen Realm, which I talked about before. It's an amazing book. I highly recommend it. Um, and Supernatural is the, is this another book that he wrote? That's the distilled version of the Unseen Realm. It's a more, it's a shorter version. And he just came out re- relatively recently with a book on demon. It's called Demons and it's about demonology and what demons are and, um, how we, we have a lot of misunderstandings of what demons are, um, as Christians. And so 
He's going to be on the show in September, and I'm excited about that interview and a lot of other fun stuff coming up. And also, guys, if you want to help support the show, help support this ministry, please consider doing so. And there's links below for PayPal and Venmo. And I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you watching. And I hope this episode helped. And I will see you next week on The Becca Cook Show. Caleb Kaltenbach will be the guest. So we'll we'll see you then. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Beckett Cook Show. Your support makes this content possible. All episodes of The Beckett Cook Show are also available on YouTube. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.